Quincy Ameriquois here, and you're now listening to PS Clips, where we bring you the best highlights and moments from the hashtag Ask the Soccer Pro Show. You can subscribe to listen to more clips, this full episode, and all our other Perfect Soccer Radio shows over at perfectsoccerskills.com slash radio. That's perfectsoccerskills.com slash R-A-D-I-O. Uh, we don't get a lot of uh, kids that have, you know, elite coaches and training when they're growing up. But we have some very talented kids. And so I knew that if I could have something consistent for them uh, at the lower levels and um, for four years and and really develop their their talents and make them better players, then that was going to be our way to compete with some of these other schools. That Before we kind of get into it and guys, everybody here, spam that heart button. Uh, thank Ty for joining in, dropping your eye on your head emojis, and here's your chance to speak to a coach, get your questions answered, and we can kind of have a dynamic. So Ty, I like the I like the show to be more open open ended. We take in questions from the community, but I also like to do what's the mental breakdown, so we really understand your mentality, your philosophy, and how you've been able to uh, create a successful program um, with very limited resources, which is my understanding of kind of where, where you started out with the club, uh, your, would you, would you please give us kind of a background as to who you are, what you're doing and how you got to where you're at right now? Uh, well, I teach and I, I coach at, at Foothill high school and, um, you know, how I got where I am, uh, is, um, just building a program. Uh, I think once I took over as the, the varsity boys coach, I had some ideas about, what a good program might be. And it took me a while to get it fully implemented. But uh, now I can sit here today and, and be pretty, pretty happy with the, the finished product and where we're headed and the kind of student athletes that, that are coming out of the program and, and soccer players as well. And so it's been a, a rewarding experience. It's a tough job. Um, when I took it, I knew it was going to face some some challenges um but they the the kids there are, are are great and we've been able to build something pretty special on the east side of uh, bakersfield nice so what do you feel what do you feel has allowed you to to figure it out what, what if you said it's it comes down to one thing that has allowed me to remain focused on so i could get to where you're saying you've got a finalized product what what would you say that one thing is uh, I'd say the one thing is, is um, I owe a lot to my assistant coaches at the lower level. You know, we depend a lot on player development. Uh, we don't get a lot of club soccer kids. Uh, we don't get a lot of uh, kids that have, you know, elite coaches and training when they're growing up. But we have some very talented kids. And so I knew that if I could have something consistent for them uh, at the lower levels and, and have them for four years and and really develop their their talents and make them better players, then that was going to be our way to compete with some of these other schools that uh, maybe have a higher pedigree or whatever it might be with coaching. And so I knew that was going to be the key. So we have a, a lot of consistency in what I'm expecting at my lower levels, and it translates right into, you know, what I'm trying to do at the varsity level. And so I say that'd be the, the number one key of what we've been able to do. Got you. And I, okay, so let's kind of, let's go along the lines of the theme of consistency, because I heard that that was kind of, uh, that was what stood out to me in, in what you were 
explaining there in terms of player development, right? Consistency is key in, in, in player development. So, so for a lot of the kids here who are, who don't play for their local club or don't have a club team, might not be able to afford a club team, can't travel to one, or, you know, high school is the only level that they're able to play at. A lot of them, especially in the comment section, I've noticed are feeling that they're at a disadvantage because of that. And in some ways they are. Um, but what do you, what do you see, what do you see they have that the kids who have all the, all of the training and the resources and the money, what advantage do you see that those kids have that the kids that uh, have everything don't? Uh, well, you know, this is our slogan a couple of years ago. What's uh, that? Hard over hype. And uh, I think, okay. I think the kids that I coach have, have a lot of heart and they may not have everything spoon fed to them. Um, but you know, sometimes there's, there's two paths in life and the, the easy road is, is easy, but the, the tough muddier road makes you stronger along the way, you know? And so these kids, um, they're taking the, the harder road. A lot of them are, and, uh, they come out stronger for it. You know, they don't let it, their, their circumstances or where they're from determine their, their outcomes. And, um, I love coaching where I coach. I w I've coached on, um, you know, maybe the, some wealthier schools and, mm -hmm. Um, I love those kids too, but the, the work ethic and, uh, you know, they're, you ask them to do something, they're going to do it and they're going to work hard and not be afraid of, of working hard. And I think that's the advantage that, that they would have over someone else that is maybe given more. Got you. I love that. We, uh, what we talk about here is your disadvantage is your advantage. And, uh, we, we developed the long-term winner's mindset here, right? So nice. If we can look at our disadvantage and we embrace it, in the short term, it might be the reason why we lose, but it'll be the reason why we win in the long term. So I love that, you know, heart over hype very much aligns with that ethos and that, that philosophy. And I think to, to the point of the things that we talk about here in terms of finding success at whatever level you're at and achieving wherever you want to get to, I, I think it, it transcends every level that you're at. So it's really, it's really awesome to hear um, that, you see that same parallel and it's always good for the kids to hear it from multiple perspectives, you know, multiple angles. Uh, so they know when, when coach is telling them this and, you know, and maybe a pro player comes in and says, Hey, listen, your coach, he, he's, he's saying the same things. Um, sometimes it just sinks in a little bit different, which is, which is what we're hoping to achieve here. And uh, hopefully a lot of you guys are getting something out of this. So everyone let's spam that heart button. If you're loving heart over hype, cause I'm loving that. I like that. That's a, that's a good one, man. Um, I know you got a couple of your players are j jumping in here and saying, what's up. I don't know if you know all their Instagram handles or not. Uh, I don't know if I do either. <laughs> okay, let's see. You got ghosty uh, said, Hey, what's going on? Uh, Sh Shia S H I A underscore two X said coach Chicho. Chief. That's that right? a, that's a, yeah. One of my, my frost off coats. Quincy Ameriqua here, and thanks again for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to share it with someone you feel will get some value from it. And if you could take a moment to leave a review of our podcast wherever you're listening and let us know who you would like us to interview next, we'll get working on it right away.
You can re-listen to this episode and all our other interviews, episodes, and audio shows over at perfectsoccerskills.com slash radio. That's perfectsoccerskills.com slash R-A-D-I-O. You can also enter to win free weekly soccer prizes, goals, balls, jerseys, player meet and greets, and more by heading over to perfectsoccerskills.com slash P-S-T-M. That's perfectsoccerskills.com slash P-S-T-M to enter to win for free today. Thanks again, and see you guys in the next episode. Thank <laughs> you.